Blog Talk Radio. living and the best life that we've been purposed and destined to have 
But part of that requires us to look at our finances and get realistic about them and plan for them to have that great future that is awaiting us. So on today we're going to be joined by Mr. Bird, and he's going to share with us. Uh, he's a great, awesome person, wealth of information, had the honor of meeting with him and having multiple conversations, and each time I've learned something new, and I'm excited to have him on the program this morning. Good morning, Donnell. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the great introduction as well. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, Donnell, we're going to get started. I am going to do a few commercial breaks, and we'll be right back, and then we're going to get right into our conversation. Is that all right? That sounds great. Okay. We'll be right back after these words. Author Marion Afford has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey, your true reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianAfoa.com. You can also join Marian Afoa for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Marion Afua, Not My Reality, I'm Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Life and Spiritual Coach, Minister, Author, and Inspirational Speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038 or by visiting efuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua, change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. All right, and we are back. Thanks again for joining us here on Moments of Conversation. Again, we are joined this morning with an honor and privilege of having Mr. Donnell Bird. He is a financial planner from Western and Southern uh, Financial Group, and he's going to be sharing with us how we can transform our financial mind. Before we get started with Donnell, we're going to, I just wanted to read something quickly from Not My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing the Storm. Of course, that is my book. And this is what I say about finances. Finances require the same level of energy that your acceptance of abundance, health, protection, and power has. It is necessary to honor the blessings that take good care of them. Avoid excessiveness. Yes, we are connected to the creator, the unlimited supplier, but it's not to be misused or not seen as being enough. Develop a real budget based on your real income and plan to receive more blessings. So that's my contribution to today's program. Donnell, it's all on you. How are you again? You still good? 
Uh, let me see. I think I didn't. We need to pull him back in. Okay, Donnell, are you there? Yes, I am here. Okay, we have a live voice now. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be talking about finances. First and foremost, Donnell, you said the introduction was fine, but is there anything else we should know? I mean, what is a financial planner, and why would someone need one? I thought that was just for businesses only. I mean, a personal person would need a financial planner? Well, and, and that's actually a good question. Uh, I, I guess one of the main things that we, that we all we all live in this country, and we all know how America works. America is a capitalistic society. So there is a certain language in America that we all must learn, and that language is finance. America understands one thing. It understands the language of finance. That is sometimes the hardest thing for all Americans to understand because our passion and our love and our responsibility of one another should, should help us to get to where we want to go in life. And, and and that's what the essence of, of an American is. But in saying that, the true essence of what makes things work in this country is understanding finance. Finance cripples a lot of times a lot of people from, from getting in business or from individuals who want to get ahead in life. We can't get ahead. We can't go that far. And we don't understand why. We pay our tithes and we go into church and we're a good citizen. Why can't I get a break in life? It's because the simple financial uh, understanding is not there, and that piece needs to be there for you to have the fulfillment and some of the things you want out of life. Okay. So this is what a financial planner does then, and the financial planner is going to help me understand as an individual how I can truly, you know, embrace this American financial system that I'm exposed to all the time. It actually begins as a child because they start putting things in front of us wanting us to spend our little nickels that we get from our family members. That That is correct. Um, because the financial advisor would tell you the myths that is out there about, about finance and also the truth that's out there about finance, and you'll be surprised. There's probably more myths than there is truth. And because of that, we get confused, and then when we get confused, there's frustration. When there's frustration, there's I don't want to do it because I don't understand. But not understanding and not doing it does not make it go away. That still, that financial responsibility still is there individually. But all of us to understand more about finance, to be better and more equipped to live in society, um, because if we don't, we're going to stay right where we are. And a lot of times you don't have to have much. Just the understanding can get you a lot further than where you think you can go by having the proper understanding of, of how finance works in this country. Okay, so so give me an example. You keep talking about this understanding of finances. So so what's something that as an average person, I mean, take myself, I'm a small business owner, I'm a parent. I mean, what what do I need to know or what should I be aware of or find a greater understanding? What are our listeners, uh, what should they be looking for to understand in this financial system that you just spoke of? The, 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 the main thing that we want to focus on, um, for one, is, is, is credit. Credit in this country is going to be one of the main things and most important things that we have to, have to understand who the main three creditors are, how, how credit works, what's a good credit score, what's a bad credit score, and why do I got to have good credit and why does good credit mean anything? And the main thing with, with credit is credit allows you to open doors that may not be opened if you don't have that credit. 
Credit mm-hmm. allows you to get things without necessarily having the cash in hand, but now you can get those things that can now be assets to your life that you can use as tools that now you can curate more wealth for yourself and you could have you could not have had if you had the cash in your pocket. Unfortunately, your cash is only limited to how much money you have in your wallet or in your purse. That's how much buying power you have. With a credit score, it can increase your buying power sometimes by thousands and thousands of dollars that can get you things you won't normally be able to get to because you don't have a good a good credit score. And that simple thing right there is a major piece to going to the next level in understanding finance. So, but it, I was always, I mean, I was came up in a time when my parents kind of told me, you know, do the least amount of credit you can do. If you don't have it in the bank or in your pocket, you know, you don't need to have it. So is that a myth or would that be truth or how how does that it's, work? It's truth. Um, the, the, the truth to that is once, once you become very well educated in finance, once you have uh, uh, get to a point where you have everything that you want out of life and just the house you wanted, the car you wanted, the kids are in school, your life is set. You, you have everything you want. From that point, you don't, want to get, you don't want to get out any more credit cards. You don't want any more loans because you have completed the life journey that you want to get to. To get to that life journey, though, some, most times you're going to have to use someone else's money to get there because if you use your own money, again, you're only going to go as far as your money takes you. And a lot of times what happens is we get stressed. Stress adds on strokes. Stress adds on diabetes. Stress adds on so many different things, and we don't know where that stress is coming from. That stress is actually coming from this lack of financial education that can get us to open up certain doors financially that can expedite us to where we want to go to, to our retirement, to have the big house, to have the, the things. And, yes, you do have to take out a loan. Yes, you do have to pay it back. There's also ways to leverage that where someone else is paying your, your loan for you. Well, you're not necessarily paying the loan. You're, you, you take out a product, someone else is paying the loan for you. Those are all powerful things that we can have, but we have to have a good credit score in order to, to get to that level where we have an asset that someone else needs. And now we can put them in there as a tenant. We can charge them a rental fee, and then they pay the mortgage for us. We make a small profit off that. That alleviates some of the stress, some of the debt that you may have had on, with on yourself. And that's just a small example of what finance does. Um, and real estate is one way, and there's other things that you can do also that, that financial education does help you with. Okay. All right. All right. So now you talked about earlier, I want to back us up a little bit. Again, we're listening to uh, Donnell Bird. He's a financial planner from Western and Southern Financial Group, and he's sharing with us some ideas that we can begin to transform our mindset about how we do it. He's talked about credit. He talked about getting a greater understanding of how finances actually work how the system balance, he talked about um, being aware and having right financial education, and that's what we're talking about in the month of February here on Moments of Conversation. Um, once a week we will be dedicating a whole show to getting our finances together because if your mindset it does not match your natural finances, it's going to be a problem. So we can be living the best life and we can have the best 
the best uh, understanding of our destiny and purpose, but if we don't know how to manage the natural things that we are given, a.k.a. money, a.k.a. financial opportunities, businesses, we need to be able to run them effectively. And that means transforming your mind, taking away the fears and the doubts that we may have. And, And I like what Donnell called them, the myths and the truths about finances. Can I go back there just for a little while, Donnell? Um, give me another example of myth that people tend to have that financial planners um, help us dispel. Oh, okay. Um, what, what, one of the myths is that um, if I have a loan, the payment is going to be so large, I can't afford to pay it back. And the only time that happens when the loan is, the payment is so high that you can't pay it back is usually because of the lack of financial education and the desperate need of having that car or that desperate need of having that credit card that now you have a large payment. If you had a better credit score, your payment won't be as large, and the, what you bought won't necessarily be now a, a situation where I hate that I even bought this. Now it's something that the payment is small enough for me to make those payments and I can still enjoy life without having to take every dime, every nickel to make sure I pay this responsibility that I took out because, unfortunately, the person that you're going to that's going to sell you something isn't going to ask you, do you have proper financial education? He's just going to sell you something because his job is to work and to sell you something that is a tool so that you can get the back and forth to work. So he satisfies your need of getting to work, but the payment that you got out of that is not what you wanted because your credit score wasn't where it needed to be to get a lower payment. Okay, so let's go let's go there then. So I know, you know, people are always talking about this credit this ideal of credit scores and credit. How do I make sure that my score or where do I get this education does it come from my financial planner? Does my financial planner send me somewhere? Because I'm thinking about when I turned 18, I mean, outside of the little quote that I shared with you from my parents, there wasn't a whole lot. And I was walking through the student union across campus, and I was getting hit with credit card applications and car loan applications and loans for home. I mean, I was getting hit with everything at 18 and 19 years old. So how do I get this education? How do we – we're past it. Most of our listeners are – are not 18, 19 years old. We're all pretty much, you know, at least over the age of 21, possibly, the majority of my audience. So how do we address this issue of credit? How do I fix it? How do I, I mean, what, what is this education? Good, 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 good question. And the, actually, the education actually is, is free. Um, people who are in finance, like myself, love to educate you on finance. And I always ask people, which is very important, who is your doctor, Who's your attorney? Who's your accountant? Who's your dentist? Who does your eye care? All those things are important, but what's most important is who talks to you about your finance? Who's your financial advisor? Most times I get the, I get this scared look in the face to say, I don't have one. I don't talk to anyone about, about my finances. And that is that is one of the things in America that's not broadcast enough. We have a, a dentist, a doctor, a lawyer, and we know them by name, we love them, we appreciate them, 
But what about a financial planner? What about somebody that helps us educate us on those myths and educate us on finance that's important? And if you didn't find the person you're talking to was sincere enough, was was dedicated enough for your you can always another financial advice. We love to talk about finance. We love to help you and educate you to 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 be more productive and to actually you can have more benefit out of life. But when you're going to someone that's going to sell you something, their job is to sell you something, and their job is to be the best salesman they can be. Their job is not to educate you at that point. The education comes from talking to someone like myself, uh, and then they educate you on those myths before you get to that car salesman or that credit card application. Absolutely. Well, thank you. We're going to take a quick break again, just a moment to breathe, and you are listening to Moments of Conversation. Of course, I am your host, Marin Afford. Today I'm joined by Donnell Bird. He is a financial advisor planner, and he shares us a few tidbits of how we can begin to transform our mind about finances. And one of the things he talked about is having a clear understanding of finances and how we need to address our credit, how we need to get financial education, and do some things to get forward. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit, Donnell, about um, some hardcore things, some some very plain applicable things that we can do, um, the type of insurance and documents we might need to be able to come back and, and pl- implement into our life. And then we'll open up the phone lines to all of you that are listening on the phone lines. In the chat room, you can chat your questions in, and I'll share them with Donnell. We'll be right back after this momentary break. Author Marion Afour has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianaFourSpeaks.com. You can also join Mariana Four for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Mariana Four, Not My Reality, and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club, or book conversation. All right, and we are back here. Donnell, we're going to, um, before we went to the break, I asked you a question. I wanted you to kind of give me an idea of what type of um, insurance or, or documents do you think we need to start having in order to to begin to, to go forward in a better uh, financial status uh, in in this new process that we're in. Um, with 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 insurance, I, and I guess the, one of the main benefits of insurance that um, that a lot of people reason why they don't have insurance is because the the, the benefit a lot of times come at the benefit, and so the person says, "Well, I'm paying all this money." 
to this insurance company, and then I don't get anything out of it. It gets passed on down to my to my kids. I'm paying it on for for years and years and years, and I don't get a return from this. Well, that's one of the myths. Also, there is living benefits that insurance gives an individual, and those living benefits can be sometimes so valuable, more more valuable a lot of times than any other thing that we have. We just wasn't told about the living benefit side of the insurance, only the death benefit side of the insurance. For the small business, for the small business owner, we have health insurance. Health insurance allows you now to attract another employee. We all love our own our own businesses that we, that we have, but mm-hmm. we envision our businesses. We don't envision working for that business for the next fifty years. We want to be the CEO. We want to hire someone that's going to come in, that's going to be a, a good citizen, hard worker, so that we can take breaks and go to Paris and go to Africa and enjoy life. That's why we got our own business, not to be the only one working there. With insurance, you can enjoy, you can draw in another another employee and not work for your company. Why well, work for my company? I got health insurance. I got dental insurance. I got vision insurance. Mm-hmm. I have things that I used to work so for me. What? So what type of insurance do you suggest for then for an individual, so someone who's not in business? What type of insurance? I know you said we have a payout, not just the death benefit, but so what What type of insurance allows for a saving plan? For, save, for a savings plan with insurance, that will be, that's called whole life insurance. And okay. as you're paying, as, as you're paying your, uh, your, your premium payment, it begins to build a, a savings plan for you. And you have the opportunity with that savings plan to pull money out uh, from from the insurance that has accumulated cash over the years, um, which is another good benefit that you that you can have. Um, the larger the policy, the greater the benefit is going to be uh, for the cash value. The smaller the policy, uh, the sm- the smaller the cash value is going to be. So the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. Okay, great. And then are there any other documents that as an individual we should be focusing on to get our finances in order? I mean, we talked about credit. We talked about the whole life insurance. Is there anything else you think we should be willing to explore options on for the up and coming? Um, for, for I guess the, the, the main thing is that you want to do to start is going to be start the conversation. You want You want to find someone that's in finance in your area, in your town, or, or call call me. I'm, I'm always available. I'm always willing to share my information with, with that's That's where you want to start. You want to start the conversation because everybody is unique. So it's hard to say you should focus on this or you should focus on this. Each individual has a unique situation, a unique financial plan, different from the next person. Even, even husbands and wives' financial plan could be different because the wife can work over here and, and the husband works over here, but they don't have the same financial makeup within the same household. So, so it, it's 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 not it's very easy to teach someone finance and how to be financially intelligent, but it's not so defined where you can just say this this is the financial plan. It's better to talk to someone that isn't already in finance, and they can educate you on what you need to look for and what you need to do to be better equipped in this society. Okay, great. Well, we do have a couple of um, hands up on the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines and see. If you have a chat room question, please type it in for myself or Donnell, and we will go from there. 
Good morning, and welcome to Moments of Conversation. Do you have a question or a comment on today? Area code 971. Good morning, Minister Mary. How you doing? This is Dr. Hey. Keitha. Hey, good morning, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good to hear your voice. I, I just saw the, the hand up. Do you have a question or a comment about the show for Donnell on this morning I'm just, about finance? I'm just I'm just very impressed because I think a lot of people don't realize the accountability that is um, even in ministry when it comes to finances and having your finances straight. Uh, I thought there was some great information that he gave, and I do have a question um, about the fi- about the finances. Is it um, because I'm going through this right now myself because I have other entities uh, within the ministry that are that are listed under the 501c3 as far as a tax uh, entity. And uh, tell me what are, I would just like, I don't want you to go into a whole synopsis, but give me like a rough draft of the advantages and disadvantages of having the uh, 501c3 for tax purposes. And the the, the 5013c, is this a nonprofit? Is that what this is? That's correct. Is this for a church? Uh, actually, it's for a school. Yeah. For for Okay, for a school. So it's, it's, a, non, it's a nonprofit school? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, one of the advantages is uh, you want to attract a, a good principal for the school. Uh, and once you attract that very good principal, that principal passes away. Uh, you don't want the principal to pass, but unfortunately it happens. You can get insurance out on that principal. If that principal passes, you get an insurance check that can be $500,000. How does that help your school? Now you have $500,000 coming back to your school because that person, assistant principal that you lost is worth that much money to your school. Hmm. And that, that's, one, that's one of the advantages that insurance does. It, give, it gives you that advantage. Also, so now how do you pay that large insurance policy? Well, you pay the large insurance policy. You can pay it yourself. Um, and then as the, the teacher's, uh, are increasing your your student body. Now you have the money to pay for something that's going to be that large. But how do you track those other teachers that come in? And benefits. This case, a lot of people are going to say, "What kind of benefits do you have? If you don't have benefits, I love your your school. You have a program, but I'm not letting my wife work for your company if you don't have any benefits. Because we have to have health benefits. She has." Her, her, her monthly checkups. We can't work for your company. She can be the best teacher around. Don't work for you if you don't have health. If you don't have any benefits. So Donnell, let me just interject and ask a question. And I, and I heard two parts to uh, Kifa's question. The first one was was what you kind of alluded to the insurance component, but then he talked about tax purposes. Like, what role would you? What advice do you have in that area as far as taxes? How would how would having a not for profit? How does that benefit? Him or what would be the role of a financial planner advisor for someone who is a not-for-profit that um, is looking at tax opportunities or tax breakers, or is that your area of expertise? Yeah, that's, that's not that's not my area of expertise. In in general, the only answer I have in general is going to be write-offs um, because you have because in, insurance is going to be especially that type of insurance is going towards the business to attract other employees, even the health part of it. Mm-hmm. If you're paying the health benefit for your entire staff, if you're paying 
for different things for the staff, you can write every premium payment off. So that's that's one of the positive things about it. Other than that, you would have to talk to a tax um, consultant because taxes are so complicated mm-hmm. that they really have their own. I just experienced them. Please don't remind all, me. Yeah. Only an accountant should really talk to you about accounting, accounting, especially complicated accounting questions of that's real detailed, and you need a definite answer. You you want you want to seek an accountant on that. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Um, we are unfortunately out of time. It time has gone so quickly on today. We've gone over a little bit, but Donnell, I just want to thank you again for joining us on today and sharing with us some opportunities to do to go forward in the transformation of our mind when it comes to handling finances. The first thing I heard you say when you first began was that we should not be fearful. We need to know the truth. We need to know the myths and be able to know the difference between them and be able to build up our credit worthiness, being able to understand the financial system um, as individuals. And so we're going to continue our conversation on finances for the entire month of February here on Moments of Conversation, and we will be joined by other um, financial um, consultants. One will be the Wisconsin Women Business Initiative Corporation. They'll be coming in talking about some things. We will also have a um, personal Fresh Start banker that will talk to us about some programs and some things the government is doing to help people with credit. A credit consumer counseling agency will be coming in as well. So stay tuned, stay listed on our list for um, following us here on Moments of Conversation to get all the current updates. Again, Donnell Bird from Western and Southern Financial Group, thank you so much, and we appreciate your contribution on today. Thank you as well. All right. Uh, we have no other questions. Oh, this question was just simply oh, a thank you for the program. So you got some good feedback. And all you who are listening on the phone lines who stay via the Internet, we thank you for that. Again, we will talk to you again on Thursday. And remember, I end as I always do by simply saying, when your life begins to crowd you, overwhelm you, make you feel as if you just can't go on, stop. Take in a deep breath. Scream out nice and loud. That's not my reality. Know that it's only a bad dream until you believe. And remember that there's so much more awaiting you if you just stop and seize the opportunity to recognize all the possibilities that surround you. Until next time, continue peace and blessings.